With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full deposit match up to $100. In this episode, I will be delivering you one MLB best bet, one prop in the MLB, as well as my Thursday night football pick on the spread on the total, and then one prop to use for this Thursday night football game between the Chiefs and the Chargers. I'm going to start with baseball, then we're going to go to football. But first, let's recap yesterday. We won on the Guardians' money line because Cal Quantrill is the greatest pitcher of all time, but we lost on the first five under when Austin Romine hit a home run with two outs for us to lose it. It was tough. We were down 0.05 units, so we basically got to watch baseball and nothing else. And now we move forward to today. Our regular season record is now 203 and 171, winning at a 54% rate. We are plus 32.69 units and only have one play in the MLB today. Thursday, it's a very limited slate, and I don't see a lot of value um, in basically any of these games, but I do see some value in this game. And this is not a game that you should hammer. It's it's just sometimes I go with the underdog when I feel I'm getting too much value and I see some line movement headed in a direction that I like. So we're going to go to the Padres versus the Diamondbacks game at 9.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Sean Manaya, lefty for the Padres, who's 7-8 with a 5-2-3 ERA and a 1-3-6 whip, taking on Dre Jamison, a righty for the Diamondbacks who's making his major league debut today. We head to Arizona for the first game of a four-game set. The Padres just finished up a tough series in Seattle and now have to travel to Arizona without an off day. The Diamondbacks are coming off an extra inning win against the Dodgers after a walk-off home run at home. They'll sleep in their own beds to prepare for Sean Manaya, who's been one of the worst pitchers in baseball this season. First, let's talk about line movement. The Padres open at minus 175 in most books, and they move down to minus 165 with most of the public on him. Interesting. Who is Dre, J- Dre Jamison? He's one of the better young pitching prospects in the Diamondback system, even though his numbers this year in AAA don't jump off the page. But his stuff certainly does. I have a video in the article of him striking out somebody on a 100-mile-an-hour heater. He can reach triple digits. The Diamondbacks felt it was time to give the young flamethrower a shot, and it could get ugly for him. He's got loads of potential, but he has had not had much success in the minors lately. He was dominant in the minors for most of his career, but this season has just been bad. 6.95 ERA is alarming. But it has been due to some bad luck because he's rocking a 5.61 FIP and a 4.96 XFIP. But this bet isn't really predicated on his success, as it has a lot to do with how the Padres perform against pitchers they've never seen before. They don't seem to game plan as a team, and I believe the travel from Washington to Arizona won't do them any favors. Remember, that's a little bit farther than you might think. Washington's at the top of the United States, Arizona's at the bottom. They'll look at this kid's stats, and I think they'll take it easy while they might not know what's coming. 
And we saw this happen to the Padres recently. This isn't just me pulling this out of my butt. He got They got shut out by Ryan Nelson, who also isn't very good. And Nelson is the better pitcher than Jamison is. But nonetheless, the Padres have a tendency to get blanked in these types of scenarios. I spoke with my Padres guy, Javier Reyes, and he says, oh no, we're facing a young rookie we've never seen before. We'll probably lose. That seems to be the vibe with the Padres. Shamanai is not much better than Jamison right now. He's been one of the worst pitchers on the road in the whole sport, putting up a 6-2-70 RA in 74 innings. The Diamondbacks have been struggling against lefties lately, but a lot of the best bats in the lineup match up well against Sinker, especially Ketel Marte. You'll hear about him in a little bit. Shamanai has pitched well against the Diamondbacks this season, holding them to a 2.88 ERA over 25 and two-thirds innings. But this feels like a letdown spot for him after they've seen him so often this season. The overall ERA is also better than it looks. If you take out his first start of the year where he threw seven no-hit innings, he has a four ERA against him in his last three starts. The Padres as a team this year are one of the worst road teams to bet on as a favorite. They are 36-63 and 63 this season as a favorite and just four games above 500 on the road this year. The Diamondbacks, on the other hand, are 62-42 and 42 as underdogs. And while their overall record is 67-75, and 75, they are 38-36, and 36, two games above 500 at home. There is enough value on the Diamondbacks to take a swing at them. I see this game being close, and at this value, it's worth it for me. So the Arizona Diamondbacks money line plus 145. So that's one unit to win 1.45 units. I'm taking the Snakes at home. Let's get into my favorite prize picks player prop in the MLB today, and that is, again, Cattell Marte's over fantasy score. I like his over bases. Um, I don't think that it's... Um, much better than the other. But the reason why I want to take the fantasy score is first on prize picks, it's at six and a half, which, and seven is a very key number. So I liked it to go over six and a half. And when you look at how Cattell Marte matches up against like sinkers and change-ups, he mashes those specific pitches. And so if we're just looking at run value, he's got a six run value against a change-up, five against a sinker. That's what he's going to see a lot today with batting averages almost at 300. It's actually 326 against the sinker, and the hard hit rates are very high as well, and all the expected numbers look good on that side. And Cattell Marte has been better against left-handed pitching this year, much better. He's hitting 297 against lefties with an 844 OPS. Um, the only problem with Cattell Marte is that in September so far, he's been struggling mightily. He's really just been struggling in the second half in general. He's got a 554 OPS, but I like this spot for him enough to play him. He's a better player than what he's shown, and I think with a high total, the offense is going to come from somewhere, and I do think that it's going to come from Arizona today, and I think he'll be right in the thick of it. I also think Christian Walker is a good one too, but Cattell Marte matches up better against most of these pitches. And when we look at Cattell Marte against Sean Manaya in his career, um, it's nothing to shout about, but he's six for 23 with two doubles and um, expected batting average is 306, expected Woba is 360, very solid. And I think he goes over six and a half fantasy. I think there's a lot of ways he can get about it. Let's talk football. Chargers versus Chiefs. Chiefs are at home. They are minus four favorites. Some places you can find it four and a half, but more often than not, it's at four. The over-under is at 54, 53 and a half in some places. And this is what I'm thinking today. So first on the Chiefs side, 
their offensive line is a little bit banged up. Their guard, their right guard, and their right tackle most likely going to be out of this game. And they also have a little bit of injury problems. They have questionable on the O-line on the left side. You don't want your offensive line to not be fully healthy against guys like Bosa and Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack had three sacks in his first game against the Raiders. And what really the Chargers, why they looked so good was because of that defense. Their offense wasn't as good. It just wasn't as good as I would have thought. I thought they looked a little bit sloppy. Justin Herbert, instead of taking those checkdown passes, he went for glory more often than not. But the Raiders are a really good team. But on the other side, the Chiefs looked like the best team in football. They annihilated the Cardinals, winning 44-21. Patrick Mahomes didn't have the best passer rating, but uh, traditional stats, he had 360-yard passing and, and five touchdowns. He looked great. But overall, this is a number I have to take. And that number is the Chargers plus four. This is one of those lines where I think, and I've been high on the Chargers. If you've been listening to this podcast, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're my favorite team in the NFL. I'm not going to overreact to the Chiefs playing super well and then the Chargers looking, leaving a bit to be desired. The Chargers and the Chiefs play each other very competitively. Last season, we saw the Chiefs win in overtime, but then when the Chargers went to Arrowhead, they won the game. These are two of the best teams in football, and I think that they're going to get off to a bit of slow starts offensively, and then I think it's going to be a shootout in the end. I think the Chiefs are going to get bombarded by this pass rush, but on the same side, I think that the Chiefs being at home is not going to allow. Also, they, they've, they've shown that that defense looked pretty solid that I think Justin Herbert will struggle initially. That's why I also like the first half under 27. I don't love the full game under as much. And the only reason is I feel like this game could possibly go into overtime and be decided by a late field goal. I have these teams as very even. So I would peg the line at two and a half, three for the Chiefs due to the home field advantage. But if you're going to give me a four line, I don't see the Chiefs winning by more than a field goal. And I don't think that the Chargers are a bad pick on the money line. Because if we look at the last two times the Chargers played the Chiefs in Arrowhead, the Chargers won both of those games. We can't overreact to week one when I think a lot of people assume that the Cardinals wouldn't be very good. At least I did. I was not very high on the Cardinals. I expected the Chiefs to destroy them. The only reason I didn't bet on the Chiefs is, was it was because it was the most public bet I've ever seen. But you know what? It still hit because that's how bad the Cardinals are right now. The Chargers defense is not to be messed around with. I know Mike Williams is not going to be out. So that's why I really like Austin Eckler's over four and a half receptions on prize picks. It's around minus 150 on books. On prize picks, you can get it over four and a half. That value combined with Cattell Marte is a great two-piece. Um, remember, Austin Eckler in two games last year against the Chiefs, he had six receptions and four receptions. And in his first game, he only had four receptions. I think he goes over here. I'm not a big fan of the Chiefs linebackers. When we look at how the Chiefs linebackers played in week one, Nick Bolton was graded as the second best linebacker in the entire league last week but Willie Gay on the other side was brutal so you have one really good one one really tough one and Austin Eckler is a great receiver and also James Conner against the Chiefs had five receptions he's not nearly as good of a receiver as Austin Eckler is I think the loss of Keenan Allen will hurt I think um, that the 
Chargers are going to learn from last week that they have to be a little bit more methodical with their play calling. I think Austin Eckler is going to be a big part in this. I like his over receptions. I like the Chargers plus four, and I like the first half under 27. You can play all of these different props on prize picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron, but you have to remember that it's not gambling advice.